Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast about getting things done or doing things, whatever those lists may be. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, I'm Scotty Jackson, joined as always by the wonderful and talented Rosemary Orchard. Hi Rose, how are you? Slightly worried that I'm going to have to live up to the moniker. How are you? Uh, I, you, you <laughs> don't you sweat. I think we're, we're already there. <laughs> All right, if you say so, I'm going to go with it. Sure. <laughs> Uh, For those of you who might be new, uh, hi and welcome. It's lovely to have you. Uh, You can find our whole podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you really love us and would like to support us for a bonus episode every month, that's nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where we get unnested. Um, Our latest unnested episode, we talked about grouping our tasks by time horizons. Really interesting listener question to answer. So um, love it if you check that out. Today, I wanted to talk with you, Rose, about, um, and I may be slicing, splitting hairs a little bit here on words. This will be a fun sort of exploration, but kind of like the difference between like, what is a to-do list and what is task management? Because I feel like, you know, in our last episode, we talked about like getting to the last mile and his year end, you know, is staring back at me from on the horizon. I feel like I'm thinking a lot about these sorts of things and when one kind of approach is more relevant than the other and why, what they even maybe mean as phrases. Uh, what, what do you think about that? I think for some people, they are absolutely, completely, utterly interchangeable. And to them, it makes no difference at all what, you know, what is a to-do list? What is their task management system? It's, it's mm. one the same. And that is fine. Um, you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, to be clear. But I also think that sometimes it is worth looking at things under, you know, the same microscope, but with maybe different filters. Oh. Um, and that is kind of where the split between task management and to-do lists, at least for me, comes in. Um, and one example that I have, um, which I feel a lot of people will probably be able to you know, grok relatively easily is I, in my task management system, have a tag for my storage cupboard. Now, my storage cupboard has some spiders adjacent to it and I don't like spiders. So I try and avoid doing mm-hmm. things in there. But if I'm going to do stuff, I want to do all the things. So as as time goes on and I add tasks to my ta- task management system, I tag them with the storage cupboard if they're related to the storage cupboard. And then when I'm ready, I'm brave, it's daylight, I've got a torch, I'm ready, you know, I'm mentally ready to go and face the spiders and also, you know, potentially a little bit of untidiness that's in there. I switch to the tag and then I've got a to-do list. Bam, bam, Mm. bam, 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 things are done, run away from the spiders, finished. Um, And, you know, it's, I don't necessarily always end up getting a to-do list out of my task management system, but I frequently do. Because by managing my tasks, I'm trying to break it down to do this, do that, do the other thing. Um, and that, for me, at the very least, is the starting point for a lot of this. So, like, I'm, I'm playing that back. And to me, I'm hearing that, like, the to-do list is, like, here are the list of, like, super visible actions that I can do. And task management is almost kind of more the practice of getting to the point where you have that list in the first place. Yes. Yeah, in some cases, not always, um, but in you know the vast majority of the time, I am managing my tasks so that I end up with a to do list, and that to do list could be um, you know related to a specific location or person or mindset or whatever, or it's just hey, here are all the things that are due today because you know obviously I have 
got due dates on stuff. Um, and by by doing this, um, you know, it is a case of, you know, I'm managing the things, I'm organizing the things, and then you do the things. Um, because I think that is also another place where people perhaps struggle. By managing their tasks, they spend more time managing their tasks than doing the things, which is mm. why they switch to a to-do list rather than task management, because there is less management involved. Um, obviously it doesn't contain the word management, so obviously it's <laughs> management involved. Um, but, but, you know, but, but I think everybody to an extent does do some task management, whether or not they think about it, you know, they'll pick up yesterday's to-do list and look at the things that didn't get done and maybe write them on today's list or next Monday's list, um, or something. But, you know, by, by, by having some kind of list that you, you know, manage or, you know, massage into whatever you've got available in your day. Um, you are doing some task management, but hopefully at some point, you know, when you need to get things done, you can create a to-do list from it. Yeah, totally. And, and and so I guess for me, I guess when I think about like, which is the tool that I need in this moment, I have to think a little bit about where the, where the mess or the problem is in my life in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to manage my actions, you know, to your point, that's where, okay, let's just like throw everything else out and maybe just write out a to-do list. Or do I need to manage my focus or my planning? And that's where that sort of general element of, of task management. uh, Now that's maybe the right tool set of, of, you know, no, I need to get into my process of things and think about that a little bit more. Um, But I think I'm finding more and more. And, and I mean, this, you know, again, the echoes of the last mile, you know, our, our, our last episode, I'm really oscillating a lot between, oh my God, I just need to get a whole bunch of these things done to do list. And, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I know that the end of the year is coming and I need to like sort myself out because I know that there are a number of things that need to be accomplished. What even are they and how am I going to go, go about them? Task management. And I think that those are mm-hmm. really different kind of mindsets to have and I think are different ways of using one's systems or maybe even worth you know, lightweight even having different systems for I say that mm-hmm. cringingly because I, I, I now I'm I'm opening the door to me you know reinventing 18,000 systems which is probably a bad use of my time and attention when I have like all of these other things to take care of but um I, I think that I think that understanding the difference between those mindsets for me is really important um, because that gets my head right about what sort of tool and approach to use in a given moment of that mess. Absolutely. And one of the things that you said that did really resonate with me, which is the throwing everything out and just writing a to do list, because there are some days where, you know, we get hit by whatever it is. And there is no time to 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 go through and and manage the things that we had intended to do. It's just that there's information coming at me. I need to write this down. Okay, now I'm going to write a to-do list out from this and I'm just going to do it and power through the things. Um, and that is, you know, that is a, a highlight of how to-do lists can be an essential tool as part of your task management system. Um, and somebody, I'm sure, is there going, but Rose, 
you're you're just saying that you're ignoring your task management system. Yes, because you know that the things that you need to do right now are not in there. Mm-hmm. So you do the, the you're, it's a shortcut. You you know, sure, you absolutely theoretically could sit down and put everything into your task management system and process it appropriately, adding tags or contexts and flags and due dates and defer dates and stuff. But also, you know, you're there under rapid fire with whatever it is. You know, you've got people um, sending you emails, phoning you, pinging you on Teams and Slack and Zoom um, and, you know, stopping by your office if you're in an office going this needs doing because there's an issue or usually it's a emergency t- kind of situation where something's gone wrong somewhere and has to be deal- dealt with immediately um and that you know that it's fine because you know that anything important hopefully will be, still be able to break out of the task management system and go uh hi uh remember me yeah over here yeah cool mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, don't forget you need to pick your kid up from school at four o'clock today oh right yeah like, you know, hopefully your system will allow for things like that to come through in those emergency situations. But, you know, while you're dealing with that, you know, it is absolutely accept- uh, acceptable to just write a to-do list and just do the things and then come back to, you know, the the standard system that you use. Because I think the system that you use needs to be flexible enough to deal with whatever situations you're handling. And sometimes those situations re- require a simple list of things that you need to be doing right at this very second. And sometimes like me uh, at the moment in the mornings, uh, I grab my field notes notebook, I write the date at the top of the page, and I write down the things that I'm going to do today. And I'm pulling that stuff out of my calendar. I'm pulling that out of OmniFocus, which is my task management system, um, and also the things that have popped into my head. And I, you know, and I pull that out. And so I take the contents of my task management system to make a to-do list. But if something goes crazy during the day, new page in the field notes notebook, write the things down, do the to-do list. And then if I do have time, I can always go back to my plan for the day, but realistically, I probably need a new plan for the day if I have time after that, um, because, you know, something blew up and needed dealing with. But, it, you know, creating a to-do list for me is very much part of the system when I need to do the things. Um, and maybe maybe it can be for everybody. That may be. And, and, and I think, you know, I think when I first started thinking about the notion of a task management system or a productivity system, I think I imagined this like perfectly elegant, wonderfully designed system that top to bottom, everything goes in one end and stuff happens in the middle and then comes out the other. And I, I mean, that <laughs> would be glorious if life worked like that. Uh, it does not. But I think, but I do like to think that like maybe all of our actions are still going to the same action hospital and some things need to go to the emergency department and other things, they go to general inpatient, right? And there is not the yep. same level of treatment or approach, you know, in emergency, you're going to need to triage and move fast on those sorts of things. Uh, and you can skip some of the formal introductions maybe. Um, and And so I think having that lens that, you know, your system can operate in multiple ways and that the system is much more, I think, rooted in your own internal mental models and thought processes than it is in terms of the system of like an app or how you use a book or the way in which Mm -hmm. your index cards are stacked. Like to me, the system is much more something that lives in my head than it is something that lives in a tool. My tools help that system move along to be, to be clear. Absolutely. There is a symbiotic relationship there for sure. But I think, um, I think making room for the understanding that the practice of task management and 
building and executing to-do lists, um, Jesus, we talk about this is like, clearly these are very, very different, <laughs> different things. Um, so, I mean, maybe the next part is like, okay, if these are super different ways of thinking and super different kinds of tools, um, what are the kinds of approaches that work well for developing either um, and honoring their differences while helping them work together? Like what, what do you, how do you sort of bridge that a little bit, Rose? Well, I mean, it, it very much depends on context, right? Um, because, you know, sometimes the context is I've woken up on Saturday, it's decent weather, I've decided I'm going to go walk into town and do my shopping. Hmm. Um, whereas if, if if I wake up and it's absolutely chucking it down with rain, there's a massive storm outside, I'm probably going to go, well time to review my uh, freezer contents and figure out um, <laughs> All the what I'm going to eat from here. Uh, yep, lots of chicken nuggets. I'm pleased to report I resolved the situation of three bags of chicken nuggets in my freezer. Um, so <laughs> it's taken a while. Um, but, you know, it, it very much depends on, you know, what it is. Or am I um, in, you know, am I going through my working day and sort of 11 o'clock hits um, and I get a massive brain fog? Um, because if I, if I get brain fog, um, then maybe I need to go back and look at my list and go, okay, well, um, I guess I'm going to pick out some easy things to do that I've been meaning to do for a while and go back to those. Um, but it, you know, it, it varies. I'm, I'm interested, Scotty, you know, where, where, what do you think, um, on that? I, I, I mean, I think that that's, I think that's a really good way of thinking about things. I think that I have been using mind mapping a lot lately because um, sometimes I'll sit down to do a mind map. I don't really know what it is I'm going to mm -hmm. spit out, but like some, and sometimes like the circle in the middle says today. And mm. sometimes that turns into um, a stack of questions, which to me, yep. like ends up leaning more to task management of like, here are some things that I, I do not know, but I am thinking about. And sometimes as I do a mind map, it really just looks like a color coded bubbly to do list because it turns out that really what I had on my mind were just a whole bunch of discrete actions that need to be like, bump, 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 hammered off. So yeah. um, I found that mind mapping is a great way to help me understand whether I'm thinking whether I need a to-do list or whether I need task management, what is the thing that is going to resolve, you know, some internal stress I have about all of these incomplete things that are around me. Um, and I mean, as I say that, I mean, one could just call that a brain dump too. Um, mind mm. maps help me, help me connect ideas a little bit. And I think in patterns. So um, I would yeah. say that that really what I'm saying is, is a particular kind of way of brain dumping, but I think, other brain dumping approaches would also be very, very valid here. And whether that's, you know, just start listing things on a page or grab a stack of index cards and one idea per card or one idea per page or however, however yeah. you like to manage that. And I mean, I know that's kind of an evergreen solution to almost all of the things is, is a brain dump. We probably should get a point for every episode that we mentioned that in. Um, but, but, but it's true. And, and, mm. and so this, um, but for me, a structured brain dump of mind mapping, to me, that helps me understand, like I said, if, if the way in which things are connecting is indicating that I just have a lot of things to do and I really needed to clarify that, or yeah. if I have a lot of things that I need to figure out and plan and I'm, and I'm sort of starting to connect that, um, 
putting me into a task management sort of sort of ways. How does if like as I say that out loud, um, a I feel like I need to go and do one like now. Um, but B, <laughs> but B, I don't know. Does that does that resonate? Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, usually when it when it's like you know I'm in a problem and I need to figure out you know what the problem is and what the solution is to the problem. Do I need to manage tasks? Do I need to do tasks? You know, I actually start in drafts and I just do one thing per line because that then allows me to after I've written sort of five ten things go okay let's look at this. This needs to be a mind map frequently ends up in my in a, in a mind map in something like my node um, or sometimes I look at it and go oh gosh right. I've actually got a complex series of interdependent tasks. Um, and that's the point where it's like, all right, I'm going to bust out something like TaskKeet, which is my go-to tool for the thorny complex problem of I am not going to be able to budge on this task until I've completed all of these other bits. Mm. Um, and that one then forks off to go over here, which enables that as well, because then, you know, you, you start with what is a list and then you end up with a nice top-down approach and it just shows you the things that aren't blocked by anything else. Um, and that is, you know... The fact that I've started with just text allows me to take it somewhere else. Um, and you you can absolutely get, you know, to the point where maybe you're you're kind of just looking at the problem rather than doing something about the problem. But equally, sometimes the problem is that you haven't looked at the problem, mm. uh, if that makes any sense. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes, sometimes when you're there going, mm, I don't know what it is, like, you know, there's something missing. Like, you know, what do I need to do here? Like, sometimes it's just that you need to sit down and start the problem again. Um, I, I had something actually that came up yesterday at work and I, I went through and I I read the problem that somebody had given me and I thought, I understand exactly what's going on here. I'm going to go fix it. I fixed it. I tested it. It was perfect. It was wonderful. Um, I, I checked it in. Other people looked it over, passed it along and the tester came back and said, nope, still happening. Um, and I went away after that this morning and had a, had a sandwich for breakfast. And, uh, as I was sitting there eating the sandwich, I just read through everything again. And I realized that I've missed about two words. I kind of just skipped over them mm. when I was reading. And then suddenly everything fell into place. You know, when you're looking through, um, the lens of a kaleidoscope and suddenly you get the most beautiful pattern, but before that, everything was kind of fuzzy and out of focus. It was exactly like that because it, I just needed to look at the problem a little bit differently. Um, to, you know, get, get that perspective. And so, some of that was probably because I stepped away from my computer for a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. and so, you know, I was sitting there at my dining table eating a sandwich. Um, it was delicious. I should know plenty of ketchup because it's mm. breakfast time. Um, but it, but some of it was also just, you know, I, you know, I made the point of sitting down and looking at the problem. Because if you don't look at the problem, then, you know, are are you solving it right? And sometimes you absolutely can't solve it right because you've got all of the knowledge and the experience and so on and so forth. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you do just need that little extra uh, poke to help you solve it. And that's where writing a to-do list, which can then transform into whatever shape or form is required, can be really useful. Mm -hmm. uh, ketchup on sandwich. Some research there. It was a bacon sandwich. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, I, I mean, so then, um, shout out to our, our last episode on background thinking uh, because <laughs> that mm. applies here. But I, I think it probably merits to calling out because you, you could, one of the things that you said is is you know what am I missing here? What is the thing that needs to be done? And I think when when I say to do list, by that I mean like explicit verb, explicit 
noun, explicit everything. Like, yeah. uh, uh, um, buy ketchup from supermarket or whatever it is, rather than is there something that I need from the kitchen? Right. So, like, uh, so uh, to me, the the proper to do list, as we talk about this in this context, is not like an item on this list is not ketchup. Like, that's not that's not that's not good for me. That's bad because two hours mm-hmm. later, I'm going to look at the word ketchup. I'm going to wonder. Why? Why ketchup? Um, I remember that one time I wrote on a list the word once, and um, it, and I'm, I'm like, once what? Well, why not? Why not twice? What? What? What is? What is? What is this thing? Uh, it took me uh, actually weeks to decipher uh, that I was referring to a movie uh, that I wanted to watch. Um, ah, <laughs> yes, I, I love it when brains are so helpful like that. Wolf, so helpful. So when we say to do list here, I think we're talking about very like you know, move box from garage downstairs, empty box Mm -hmm. into stuff, boot up computer, you know, click on app. I mean, maybe not that, you know, specific, but there is a very specific action that there is a to do that future me will look at. And there is no ambiguity about what that is. And so the sometimes um, the to do list is a tool here is I mean, and not sometimes, probably always, at least in my case, it falls out of good task management. So if I can spit out a list of like, Scotty, you know, here are the, here are the 10 things, and it's very instructive because I have done the task management part. I, all I'm looking at is that to-do list, and now I'm on track because boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, other days, it's, you know, I have a whole lot of requests in front of me, and I need to figure out, in what priority do I do them? Oh, what do they even mean? Who do I work with about them? Do I even do them? And that becomes more the task management uh, side of things, which I, to be clear, I can also make to-do list things about. So I can, I can write to myself, figure out what to, you know, think about what to do with project X or um, call up boss and discuss project Y to define how we're going to do this. So I can turn all of these unknowns and all of these task management actions into to-do list items themselves. I, I mean, I guess, again, as we talk through this, it really becomes how do we honor the need to have a task management process by allowing it to break things down into these you know, actions that are truly actionable and also having things that are truly actionable that drive that task management mm-hmm. process. I feel like it's a bit of a snake eating its own tail kind of situation. Yeah, it very, it very definitely is. Um, you know, you used the, this word before symbiotic, right? It, mm. it all relates to each other. Um, and I think that that is, you know, the, if, if that's happening, that's actually probably a pretty good sign that your system is working. It might, potentially be a sign that your system is really struggling and everything's wrong. Um, but <laughs> I, I suspect that it's actually a sign that things are working the way they're supposed to. You know, you're pulling things in um, um, from one system in, into into your list. And then when you're done with your list, you're putting some stuff back into your task management system and so on and so forth. Um, or you know that in this particular moment, actually, you don't want slash need a task management system, you just need to write a list of things and do the things and be done with it. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, that that is the point where, you know, things work, right? It's it, it's not just that things work. Things are working well. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say that's probably a good thing. Absolutely. At least as far as I'm concerned. Yes, absolutely. And how, and I mean, how things work, the good news is also is, is, is just a stack of decisions away. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think we all have the um, agency and ability to decide how we think about things. We may not be able to decide all the things that we have to do, but we can decide how we think about and process all of those things. And if something isn't working well today, that doesn't mean it can't work well tomorrow. Right. And if something didn't work so great yesterday, that doesn't mean I have to throw today away. Um, and I think, I think that was the frame of mind that I had the most when I was thinking about this conversation, what's the difference between to-do list and task management is, is, is when I sit down and I think to myself, it's the morning of a new day. Yesterday was not great. So Mm. what is my, what is my most appropriate recovery path? Um, Is it, is it, is it a to-do list or do I need to do task management type things? And I think that thinking I, I think that's what I was thinking the most about is how is how do I knowing that I have a system that works, but that was maybe broken yesterday either because me, uh, or because the world. Um, mm. it, it, what is the best way for me to recover? What is the best tool set and way of thinking? And uh, yeah. I, I think this is this is a great way of splitting that apart a bit. Yes, definitely. And I i mean, that's one of the reasons why I write a plan every morning. It's not necessarily because the day before didn't go well. It might be the day before went fabulously. But, it, you know, when I'm when I'm sitting there in the moment, you know, this is something that um, somewhat resonated with me in positive and negative ways that David Allen said in getting things done, which is you only have to think once a week. Like the idea is you sit down, you do your planning um, and everything. And you, so you've spit things out in a way that when it gets to doing the things, you're just cranking the widgets. That's that's the expression he uses, cranking the widgets. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, that is a, a kind of the difference for me. The to-do list is the, the widgets to crank and the task management is the act of planning things out and, and thinking about things and organizing things so that I can just crank the widgets. However, let, let's face it, none of us are so good at this stuff that we actually turn our brains off um, for seven or <laughs> six point, you know, eight days a week or whatever it is, however long your weekly review takes. Point uh, eight is definitely wrong, I think, but it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it is, you know, to the, you know, one of those reasons why I sit and I plan my day. And if I know that tomorrow is going to be complicated or I need to get up early or whatever, then I will plan my day out the day before so that then I can sit down in the morning or not sit down as the case may be and just do the things. And I, I know what it is that I need to do. Um, and, you know, that it, it sort of sets me free because I do not need to be thinking, oh, what is it that I need to do next? You know, where am I going? What am I doing? You know, who's this thing? You know, do I need to call this person or do that thing? No, it's all there. It's planned. It's organized. Um, So I do the things. Um, And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I like having a task management system because it means that when I plan my day, plan my week, plan my month, um, or, you know, set a goal for my quarter, I have all of this information so that I feel more confident in making my to-do list that I won't make a misstep. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to think once a week. I, I think that, I mean, uh, David Allen, bless his heart. Oh, I, I, I think that um, I think that in a lot of ways, the, the velocity and um, volume of um, the way in which information moves now has greatly changed 
uh, since yes. uh, since the early aughts. And uh, so I, I don't know that that's, I, I don't know that, I mean, that seems like a dream that uh, is a wish my heart I, makes. I think it is very dependent as well on what kind of job it is that you have For and sure. do and so on. And also, of course, you know, he's saying that you only think once a week. The idea is that you only think about what things you need to be doing as part of your task management system once a week. It's not that you're, you know, turning up to brains, uh, brains, sitting up to it's turning up to meetings with your brain turned off and just sitting there drooling or of something. Course. Um, you know, you, there, there's there's definitely nuance in it. But the idea of, you know, not spending your entire week trying to pick the next thing to do for each individual project or and having to think about which projects are important helps me know, you know, when I'm looking at my week, you know, I'm, I'm planning my day. I have from my weekly review the list of projects that are important that I need to be working on this week. So that I can scan and go, oh, right, yeah, there's there's some pretty important outstanding stuff on this project. I'm going to pick that one to work on for tomorrow, which helps reduce the amount of brain work I have to do when it comes to this planning. Because that's the other thing. I won't create a to-do list if it feels like it's going to be too much work. Mm. And when I say too much work, that's mm-hmm. that's that's a that, you know, that's a open goal right there. Um, because <laughs> is it too much work? Because uh I'm going to be writing too many things down. Is it too much work? Because I'm like, I have to do all the things. Yeah. All of the above. Probably. Probably. And I, 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 and I love the act of planning too, because I mean, to me, a plan is not just, uh, you know, a, 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 a predicted sequence of the way things will go, but it's also sort of a snapshot at a moment in time. So I, my wife and I famously love, you know, making different uh, plans for our vacations, even if we don't, um, intend to follow them just because it's so at least we have um, a sense of what all has changed uh, if we don't follow the plan. Right. So we, we have the, Mm. we have the plan, not, not necessarily as like a, we intend to adhere to this, but right now we are thinking this is the way it's going to go. And if things go differently, we kind of know what other things might be affected or need to be thought about or so on. So I think if you're, if you're plan averse, cause I kind of am too, um, that's, that's, it, it, it's, it's an interesting tool to think about a plan in that way as not necessarily something you will, I mean, you will try, I, I will try, I will write a plan and I will try to follow that. Um, but if I don't, that's okay. I have the freedom to change that plan at any time, but now I know what I'm changing and I know why I'm doing that because ostensibly reasons. So, um, I think having that captured as, as a baseline. And uh, so I love what you said, Rose, about, you know, taking in a planning of the day at the beginning. Um, I do this as well, you know, pulling in from, you know, calendar and tasks and so on and saying, I think this is the way it's going to go. And this is what I'm going to shoot for. Uh, and if it doesn't go that way, you know, I, I know the things that didn't go and mm-hmm. I'm going to probably have to manage those or maybe they got thrown away and that's, that's fine too. Yeah. And I think that is, you know, the thing at the end of the day with whatever your system is, um, whether or not you think you have a system, I promise you, you do. Um, <laughs> it's it's a sneaky system if you don't think you've got one, but you've got something because clearly you're doing things and you're thinking about this stuff. Um, but, um, you know, by having a system which allows you to know what it is that you need to be doing, want to be doing, and then a plan to do, and then have or haven't done, then you are aware of the things that can bring you stress and relieve you of stress to an extent. You know, it might not have, um, you know, you might not have a specific task, which, you know, for 100 percent sure is going to completing that will, you know, relieve X amount of stress from your life. But 
you also know when you look back at having done things that you are feeling like you're accomplishing things. And that in and of itself can help reduce your stress levels. And that is the goal. That exactly. Goal. That's what we want. There we, we go. We want stress-free lives. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, Rose, as always, this has been a phenomenal conversation. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, thank you. Listener, uh, thank you for joining us uh, and for hanging with us. Uh, boy, we sure appreciate it. Again, our, our whole podcast can be found at nestedfolderspodcast.com. Uh, and again, if you would love to support us, we would love that too. Nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, uh, where you can uh, subscribe to a, a bonus episode every month. Um, tweet with us at Nested Folders. We love to hear from everybody, um, but we also exist as individual human people on the internet. Rosemary Orchard, where might people find you? Uh, the best place to find me is rosemaryorchard.com, which has links to the things I do online. And of course, you can also find me on Twitter and micro.blog with the username Rosemary Orchard. What about you, Scotty? Uh, I can be found at heyscottyj.com or by the same name at heyscottyj on Twitter and love uh, chatting with folks there. In the meantime, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Goodbye, everyone. Awesome. We did it. Woo. Bye.